0: At GoDaddy.com, we believe you can do amazing things on the internet. GoDaddy! GoDaddy! Go Start with a domain name, then build yourself a website or have GoDaddy build one for you. From hosting on online shopping carts to SSL certificates, GoDaddy has the tools you need at prices to fit any budget. Get your .com for $5.49 when you use the code LAB1 at checkout. GoDaddy.com. Domains, websites and everything in between.
1: You're gonna be fine. They'll be just fine. Elena, don't do this. Elena
0: You have fourteen new messages from Victor, Godham, Sullivan.
2: Message fourteen. Hi, Nate. It's uh it's Sully again. Hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm on a podcast called PlayStation Radio UK this week. So uh yeah. Call me back. Please.
0: Hello boys and girls, we've got a very special interview for you today with none other than Richard McGonagall. Hi Richard.
2: Hello, how are you? I'm very well, how are you? Good thanks Ben.
0: Thank you so much for coming on. I mean, uh, most people know you, obviously, as the voice of Victor Goddamn Sullivan from the Uncharted series.
2: Yes, what an appellation. Victor Goddamn Sullivan. Oh, it's brilliant, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Would you My have... father would have liked it. My mother wouldn't. Oh, well, no. Mothers, <laughs> mothers tend not to. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, just so we can get a handle on, on what you're like as a person, Richard, we have a question for you.
2: Okay. Would,
0: would you rather fight a dozen duck-sized horses or a dozen horse-sized ducks?
2: Uh, I think I'd rather uh, deal with a uh, a dozen duck-sized horses myself. That's the correct answer. That's yeah. <laughs> the correct answer. Well, I think the other one would just be insane.
0: Well, exactly. You'd be mad. You'd be <laughs> mad to fight horses. horse. I mean, ducks are terrifying anyway.
2: <laughs> I do know uh, a couple of people that that would prefer the uh, horse-sized ducks, just because they're that kind of people. Oh, they really? love
1: to fight. Oh wow! Yeah, the yeah. last person we interviewed was one of those people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: they said they'd feel sorry for the for the horse ho- duck-sized horses as they were stamping on them. But these these horses are, you know, they're going for you. They want you dead. So it's a matter of survival. And obviously, I think. You would, you would have to go for the smaller targets, wouldn't you? Makes sense. I, w-
2: I, I would think so. Unless, of course, then you get into the whole, well, what's the attitude of the ducks or the horses?
0: Mm. We, we don't know what well, their motivations are.
2: Yeah, they, they could be, maybe they're not, maybe they really don't want to fight. Maybe they just want to get together and have philosophical conversations about Nietzsche and... Good turn well, Exactly.
0: And you would never know because you're busy stomping on no. them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: They're just trying to say hello. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Well there we are. I think we should just jump straight in with the questions now. We probably should. Enough yeah. philosophical debate. Yeah. Um do do you play games, Richard?
2: Uh I am really bad at these games i i think if you were if you were born before 1975 then then it's not in the dna afterward you're okay but i was born quite a while before 1975 so it's uh it, it's really difficult for me to. i'm not that coordinated
0: right right did you try and get a uh, did you get offered a free uh, playstation from sony or anything like that did you try and get something from naughty dog
2: Yes, they gave me one. Oh, really? They gave me one, yeah.
0: Wasn't that nice? It wasn't it. I I imagine it's got a, got a lot of use.
2: It has. Yeah? It's uh, mostly as a DVD player, but that's oh, uh, okay. It, player. it is a Blu-ray, just unbelievable.
0: Mm, not so good for sort of piling things on because it's curved, which they should have taken into consideration, really, shouldn't they? <laughs> if it was that's, box-shaped. It's... Yeah. Put all sorts of yeah. things on there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and
0: I do stack things. Mm, don't, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, uh, next question comes from yep. Fraser Mac, one of our listeners, and he says, in 2007, when first asked to voice Sully, did you have any idea that Uncharted would become the global phenomenon it has and the yardstick by which the quality and production values that other games are measured by?
2: Wow. I didn't know that it had lots of accolades. Happy, I'm happy to hear all that. Uh, no, I, I had no idea. In fact, when when I first auditioned for this, because as you guys probably know, it's not just voicing. This is um, this is motion yeah. capture and everything. Yes. So when when I first went in to read on this, I I expected because I'd done several games in the past, and I just go into a booth. But, by myself and do the audition. And I expected that, and I walked in, and, and they, I was in an office waiting, and they, somebody came out to get me and took me back to a small studio. And I thought, okay, this is a little unusual, but I'm, I'm along for the ride. And then Gordon Hunt, who has directed all these, uh, whom I also know from Cartoon World, Said, uh, okay, uh, you've got the script, and and this is what we're going to do, and here's the setup, and this is this this is the uh, situation for the scene, and that And I wait, wait a second, wait. I thought this was a video game. Yeah. Well, this is like a an audition for uh, for a, a, you know a video or a television series or a movie. And he said, well, yeah, this motion capture. And I said, what motion capture. I had no idea what motion capture was. So, anyway, they explained the whole thing to me, and I went, oh, cool. <laughs> but I, I, I really, I went through the audition, and I was so off, I was kind of thrown by the whole thing in the beginning, that I thought, well, <laughs> screw that one. It's gone. Somebody else has got this job. And uh, a couple of weeks later, I got the call to go in and get a have a callback audition. And a few weeks after that I had the job.
0: I can't imagine Sully sounding like anyone else to be honest.
2: Well, I didn't <laughs> either <That laughs> was a brilliant choice on their part. Oh, of course. I must say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, what did you what did you do before voice acting because obviously you've uh, I mean a, a quick Google tells me you've been in other things and according to your Wikipedia page, you narrated the acclaimed indie film 500 Days of Summer. Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Zoe Dish Additional,
2: Dishanel. That's it. Thank you. You're welcome. She's got a crazy surname. Oh yes, yes. But isn't she just the most adorable little thing? Oh, she, shut her eyes. Oh,
0: we could talk would... about them all day, Richard.
2: I I know. <laughs> I was doing. I was doing. I did the trailers for the movie. Cam- the trailer campaign for the movie as well. And uh, there was <clears throat> there was one where I was doing it to picture. The first one I was doing to picture, and there's a scene in the trailer where it's Zoe's head on a pillow, looking at you, mm-hmm. and and uh, and I came to that part, and I and I looked up to deliver the line that went under that particular picture, and I just I stopped. I was just caught up in that face and those eyes looking at me, in a at a, on a pillow across the bed from me and just lost it for a minute and i said, i'm sorry i'll do that again <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's uh, she's something but yes i did and i was it was um one of the most uh enjoyable narration experiences or, or products that i've i've ever done i i'm very proud of that job hmm. um
1: would you say it was more enjoyable than uncharted
2: Mm, No,
1: Ah, no. I have have a lot of fun on Uncharted. Yeah, Um, I must say, we've interviewed Nolan North before, and he came online, and he didn't quite sound like Nathan, but interviewing you, I'm just picturing Sully, it's uncanny. (laughs) Um, So the next question, are you enjoying your job as a video game voice actor? Uh,
2: I am. And, and again, with Uncharted, because uh, I, still, I still do all the other things I did before. I still do the, the I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm available for them. Uh, if anyone <laughs> listening is, uh, is casting any films at the present and they need a good, solid, aging
0: A strong actor, male lead.
2: I am available. Yes. Uh, but I still do those. I still do TV and, uh, and everything else I can get my hands on. But um, the for Uncharted, it's the process of um, uh, the motion capture, doing the scenes in real time uh, with other actors. Is uh, it's just we have such a good time, and it's it's such a uh, a, a total use of your imaginative skills. Because there's, you're on a bare stage with minimum set. Uh, basically, if there's a table there, there's a table. If there's, uh, if there are glasses in the scene, there are some semi. They're not glasses; they're cups of some sort and covered with a certain paint, so it'll show up on the computer. And uh, anyway, there, there's minimum set, uh, minimum props. And you have to imagine everything around you. You have to imagine the scene you're involved in. Um, And you have to look at other people who are dressed in funny suits with little uh, reflective balls all over them. And imagine that they're not in that. They're in something else because what in God's name are you wearing and why? Uh, and and then you imagine the set, the 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 country you're in, the the sand or the water or the jungle or whatever you happen to be in, or a bar, or uh, and and the uh, the whole atmosphere around you. You have to imagine all that too. So it really is. Uh, uh, it's a great
1: exercise
2: for an actor. It's, um,
1: it, have you ever? played the game afterwards or watched the game afterwards and found that one scene wasn't the way you were imagining it in your head?
2: Well, I'm very often amazed at what it turns out looking like. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of amazed most of the time when I see anything that I've done. Uh, but this in particular, once the animators uh, get done with this thing and it it's finally out as, as a an actual game and, and with the scenes and things it's. It, I'm just blown away I'm, I'm usually the first time I watch it I'm just, my mouth is open I'm going, wow wow, this looks great <laughs> I don't remember hanging from the side of a car yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I could do that you do
0: all your own stunts, that's something you can claim as well
2: well, I do most of them. There are a few things I won't do, but uh, most of them, yeah, we do them.
0: Mm. It's very impressive. I mean, I've seen videos of, of you and uh, and Nolan and uh, who is it that plays Elena? Em- is it Emily Rose? It's Emily Rose, yes. Uh, you all uh, sort of wearing your ping pong ball suits and, and just yeah. sort of passing each other inanimate objects and pretending they're real things. It's just incredible.
2: Yeah, yeah, isn't it? It just... it. Every time it, it gets me, that that uh, when when I see it all finally done, like that that little device that uh, that Nolan's character steals, uh, or the, that actually we we all stole from the um, oh, whatever that place was we broke into and and uh, shot up everybody and got the thing and and that. For us, that was a round. Uh, it was like a um, a big roll of masking tape. That was what we were using mm. when we shot the scene. And here's this intricate thing with all these dials and numbers and symbols. And, wow, <laughs> that's cool.
0: In real life's just masking tape.
2: Yeah, yeah. See, movies are much better than real life.
1: <laughs> it sounds like um, it would be harder harder to uh, act uh, in this imagination kind of empty set than it would be in a conventional film.
2: Well, it is. I mean, it, it's it it requires more of you. But uh, you know, I've always had a pretty vivid imagination. Uh, but like I say, they they always amaze me with what they come up with. I look at it like it's like it's some sort of uh, amazing piece of engineering and machinery while I'm doing the scene just because she has told me. And usually Amy who Amy Hennig, who's the uh, writer-producer uh, and basically big-time uh, boss for us on this thing, an organizer, she'll show us sketches of what something is supposed to look like. And so we can get an idea in our head of what it is, and we can be amazed and, and astounded and all that stuff. Or scared out of our wits by an entire colony of giant spiders trying to
1: eat us.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, according to IMDb, it says you've been involved with Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Yes. Um, yes, did that. Was that your your first uh, voice acting gig for video games?
2: No. Um, What was my first game? Trying to remember. Uh, I think it was Jack's. Hmm. Uh, Or Jack. Um, Jack
1: and Daxter or something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Jack 3, I think, I think it was. Or was it Jack 2? <laughs> I don't remember. I, that's one of the problems I have, is terrible memory. I can't remember a lot of stuff I've done. I sometimes have to go to IMDb to see what I've done.
0: <clears throat> You're in Star Wars Rogue Squadron 2, apparently, as a rogue leader.
2: Yes, the. Um...
0: In 2001.
2: Yeah, when that was the original animated series uh that was done uh before uh, Lucasfilm took it back over again. Mm. Um, and when that happened I lost my job as uh General Grievous because one of the people that Lucas had done the General Grievous and something else and so they got it. That sucks. Ah well. Come on Yeah. The vagaries of the business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now, in Uncharted, obviously, Sully plays a mentor uh, sort of role to Nathan Drake. And they, right. they sort of have a bromance thing going on. So, does that exist off camera, in a way? Do you and uh, Nolan get on get on well? Or can you not stand each other?
2: I, uh, he just annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> can <I say> shit? <laughs> of course uh, you can. You can swear all you like. Oh, good. Uh, no he's he's <laughs> he's one of the funniest people I've ever been around constantly he uh, he's he's a very entertaining soul as you can well imagine if you've mm. already talked to him. Yeah. Uh, he's very funny and he's very quick and has a a, a rapid uh, funny imagination. so actually some of the the most fun we have is between scenes and just listening to him run off on some little tangent story yeah and and he does he 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 um imitates everybody i mean he does chris walken he does uh um oh god um what's the guy that does all the transporter movies um is it jason statham Jason Statham, yeah. Yeah. I think he did the
0: same voice in the, the the Batman game when he voiced the penguin, I think, as well. He did sort of a, a Cockney London oh, yeah. voice type thing.
2: Yeah. And of course his his uh his uh Oh jeez. See <laughs> told you my my mother... <laughs> it's, it's... Needless so...
0: to say, he's very talented.
2: <clears throat> there was there was um there was a famous quote by I think it was either uh, Norman Mailer or uh, somebody else uh, that uh, that said, "Drugs and alcohol have made Swiss cheese of my memory," and that's that's what uh, <laughs> happened to me. I'm afraid. <laughs> 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 misspent youth. Oh dear.
1: Well, that I, brings us a uh, nice lunch on our next question. Uh, do you smoke cigars in real life?
2: No, I don't. No. Well, I don't. I I used to smoke cigarettes and cigars years ago, but I gave them all up. I'm afraid if I ever went back to uh, to smoking a cigar again, I'd probably like it and get yeah. that addiction back again. So I I don't. No.
1: So when you're in the motion capture, did they give you a fluorescently painted fake cigar?
2: Actually, uh, it's been a. Uh, uh see here it is again that, uh, <laughs> I have to look in my drawer to find one it's uh a sharpie oh yeah okay it's usually a sharpie or or, or something like that some sort of felt tip thing right that, that won't uh won't get all soggy and and crushed during all the scenes because we tried uh, using a a real cigar the first time, and uh, it got really pretty messy, pretty fast. And when you've got to keep chewing on it all day long, uh, you don't want that.
0: Mm.
2: I not to mention that. the flavor. Yeah,
0: true. Especially if you're not smoking it.
2: <laughs> yeah. oh.
0: Have you ever been tempted to grow a, a mustache just like Sully?
2: Well, I've I've done that in the past. Uh, I have had a mustache like Sully's. That's awesome. And, uh, I've had a a full beard, I've had a Van Dyke, I've had uh, all kinds of strange uh, hair. Not tempted to bring it back? No, no, not really. That's a shame. It's almost more trouble keeping that than it is just shaving. (laughs) And I'm lazy. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) On, On a game, roughly how long does the motion capture process take? Or in a game such as Uncharted, at least.
2: Um, for the the last three, it's been about a year and a half. Really. Yeah, and it's not every week necessarily, but um, the 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 whole process usually takes a, uh, about a year and a half or, to uh, a year and a half to year and seven or eight months. Uh, yeah, because we're very often going and and fitting in things that oh we needed this this we need something to make this scene go to this scene and we forgot to do this and so we're we're out of uh, sequence all the time. We don't do it sequentially, and we don't really get a, a full script at the beginning either. We we get the script of the uh, the scene we're doing or scenes we're doing in a day. Uh, when we do them, and that's it. So we often don't even know what's going on uh, in the in the big picture as we're doing it.
0: Mm. Significant amount of time, though.
2: Yeah, it is. It's great uh, when it when you're working at least uh, uh, oh two or three times a month anyway, so that you're you're constantly employed. That's nice. Mm. As an actor, it's. It's uh, unemployment is a big part of the job. Yeah.
1: Um, with the last uh, Uncharted three came out this year, and also an Uncharted came a, a game came out on PlayStation Vita. Does that mean mm-hmm. that you were voice acting for the two games at once? Yes. So that that must uh, contribute quite a lot to the, the fact that you, sometimes you don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well that and the fact that I can't remember shit uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the the um the vita game uh i wasn't in it as much as as uh, uh nolan but i i was probably working for oh a couple of three weeks on it anyway and then uh, uh, for the motion capture part and then back into uh the recording studio to do uh, additional dialogue and and grunting and noise making as we leap around things and running through jungles and whatever we're doing
1: hmm. yeah uh, you yeah you think they'd have those those basic noises um, already from the last games
2: well they have a lot of it but but it's very specific when you're in a scene and you're running through a particular scene and avoiding things or jumping up on rocks or hanging from a tree or whatever you're doing uh it's it's specific to that scene so you really have to do it again each time so that they have uh, so that it fits and it seems to to go in the right place for that scene
1: Um have you had a chance to to look at that game yet it's only just yes,
2: here. I have. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been able to get all the way through it playing it yet. But what? Uh, one of the things they do for us, lame-mos who can't play the game, is they put together a, a cinematic uh, so that we can see all of the uh, all of the cinematic scenes that aren't part of the game, where where gameplay is not involved, and they stitch those all together. So that we can watch it kind of as a movie. Mm-hmm. There are holes in it because there yeah. are certain parts where the, where the, the game should have been, uh, the, what's going on in the game would have furthered the scene and, and filled the hole, but like I say, then I have to wait and slowly make my way through the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listener Miles would like to know how he can get a super awesome sounding voice like Sully.
2: Ah, uh, genetics has a lot to do with it. My mm-hmm. father had a voice similar to this, only he had a a very hard Dorchester accent. <laughs> so uh, fortunately, I didn't get that. I I grew up in the Boston area, so I, I did have a bit of a Boston accent that I had to lose as I got into the voice world um, for... You know, for for certain characters you it's okay but for for um uh, a lot of the the work you do in voiceover as far as commercial or uh, other characters you don't want that you don't want to be tied to that one specific thing mm-hmm. so uh anyway uh, how do you get a voice like this uh, like i say genetics uh, a misspent youth, a lot of uh, smoking and drinking involved, and, um, oh, geez, yelling a lot, exercising your lungs, uh, that's really important.
1: <laughs> I hate to think how this is going to affect males who will be drinking and smoking and shouting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not responsible. I must uh, say right out front that I'm, I, I refuse to be held responsible for anyone following my advice. We
0: we don't endorse this, but it, should you wish. Yeah. Yes. You yes. may follow uh, Richard McGonagall's uh, perfect voice
1: plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite project that you've ever worked on? Um, and has it been a TV or a video game?
2: Well, I'd have to say that my favorite project has been the Uncharted series. It's just been such a gas to do, and um, and all the people uh, that are the regulars, Nolan and uh, Emily and and Amy, the the producer, and uh, Gordon, the director, and well, uh, the, all the people that are involved in this thing. We've been together for it's six years now, I think, since we started. And, uh, uh, it's been this, it's become this kind of family and going to work is, is great because you know, you're going to have a good time. And there's, there's very little ego involved in this thing. One of the things that we were told when we first started by Amy was to, uh, leave your egos at the door and we'll just all go in and have a good time and, and the main purpose is to serve the, uh, the project. And mm-hmm. that's the ideal for any creative endeavor is, uh, keep the egos out of it and, uh, just serve the project. And that's, uh, that's what we've done. And, and this is one of the first and, uh, and certainly the most, uh, participation I've been allowed as far as, uh, creative participation. My, uh, very often, well, Sully is, is my creation. Uh, he's, he's Amy and my creation. Amy wrote him and, uh, and Amy takes a lot of me and adds it to it. Cause I'll, I'll tell stories of things from my past and, uh, and she'll add that in somewhere in a script, somewhere down the road. And, uh, and I'll I'll always get a kick out of it. I'll, I'll, we'll be doing we'll be rehearsing it, and she won't tell me. We'll we'll get the script, and we'll be sitting around the table rehearsing it, and something will come up, and well, like in in uh, in um, Uncharted Three, there's a there's a there's a place where where we come across something, and and solid, and. This was a guy that I was in the Navy with, used to say this. He was from the South, and he used to say, well, I'll be go to hell.
0: Oh, I and, think I heard. yeah, Knight says that, doesn't he?
2: No, I say it. Oh. I'll be go to hell. And, uh, and when we come across something or enter something, I'll be go to hell. And I said it out loud and, and uh, instead of what the line that was written. And, uh, and I looked over at Amy, and she went thumbs up. She said, that's a keeper. We're keeping that one. So oh, little stuff like that, and and uh, any, any time that we have a problem with the scene as written, any dialogue that, as written, she is absolutely open to us uh, changing it, not to the point where it changes the scene, but to the just so that it fits the character as we've developed them. If it, it seems at all out of character, uh, she says, absolutely, don't do it change it. Yeah. So that's great. It, it really, it, uh, makes me feel like I'm part of something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so you mentioned you were in the Navy. How did you, uh, come into acting? Well,
2: um, I was in the Navy, uh, in, during the Vietnam War, and, uh, when I was coming back from my second cruise over, uh, I was getting out that fall, and uh, I had no idea. that I went into the Navy right out of high school because I didn't want to go to college. Uh, I had I hated school. I was bad at it, and I hated it because uh, I, I wasn't good at it. So why would you like something you're not good at? Uh, I just... For some reason, school and I, I didn't understand them, they didn't understand me, and and I thought it was best if we didn't get together anymore. Uh, So I went in the service, and uh, part of it was at that time there was a draft, uh, so I I knew that if I didn't go in the service of my choice, I'd probably end up being drafted, and I didn't want to go in the Army. Yeah. So I, I joined the Navy. And uh, anyway, after my, uh, my tour was over, I was coming back and, and thought, well, now what are you going to do? Now you have to go out into this crazy world and figure out something else to do. And I, I started looking at things, and I thought, well, when I was a little kid, I wanted to be an actor. So I thought I would try that. And I went back to Boston and checked out things. And again, everybody said, well, you got to go to school. Oh damn! School again. So I, I really wasn't interested in that, and I happened to fall into a, a job at a public television station in Boston that you're probably familiar with over there, WGBH. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. They do a lot of productions with BBC. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> uh, they were they were having a, a an apprentice program in their. Um, technical end of things. So I went down and applied and got in and, and was learning how the cameras worked and lighting and set building and all this stuff. And I kind of got snagged by the head lighting director who thought I showed a little bit more than the average bear's intelligence. <laughs> and, uh, so he, he took me under his wing and taught me all he knew about lighting. And we used to do a lot of in-studio uh, productions. There was a couple of great theater companies in Boston, and they would bring them in, and we had fabulous facilities and uh, and a set design and building uh, department. And anyway, they would come in and do these these plays, and I would be sitting in the control room after lighting everything, and and while the thing is being shot, watching these actors, and I start thinking again. God damn it! I don't want to do this. I want to do that. So I, I kept bothering this one director who was at the station, asking him, he'd been an actor, and he'd been to New York and been on the road, and he came up to me one day and said, well, you're always asking me about this acting thing. You want to give it a try? He was doing summer stock in Western Massachusetts that summer, and and I, I said, yes. My mouth said yes, and my mind said, are you crazy? <laughs> uh, So I auditioned and and got in the company, and it was was a resident company, and we did ten shows in ten weeks. I was in six out of the ten shows the whole time, not knowing what the hell I was doing, flying by the seat of my pants the whole time, making it up as I went along, and uh, had a great time. And I was scared to death the whole time. But it was that good scared that... uh, that makes you want more and that was that was 1969 that was the beginning of my acting career there was a long period of time in there about 10 years before I started making a living at it uh, so I had to do a lot of other things I was a bartender I was a waiter, a truck driver, a cab driver uh, telephone sales uh, a lot of very strange jobs. But eventually. But eventually, somehow, uh, I I had moved down to New York. Uh, after a circuitous route, I went out to San Francisco for a while and worked with a, a, a new Shakespeare company out there. And then I went back to Boston and then gave up the whole thing because I thought this is a lot of nonsense. Adults don't do this sort of thing. <laughs> And uh, anyway, I, I eventually came back to it and went back to Boston and and started. I got involved with a uh, an acting class, which was great because that was just acting. It wasn't you didn't have to study things except you know your dialogue, and uh, and I had a great time and I and I really started to develop my craft and learn a little bit more about the history of. Acting and theater, and and what it's all about, and and what its purpose has been right from the beginning, uh, <clears throat> as Shakespeare said, to hold up the mirror as it were to nature, to show, uh, uh, to show what what life as a human being is like you know, in all these different situations. And so that's uh, that's kind of how I got started. That was. That was uh it was like I say, seventy nine when I started making a living in this thing. I started doing a lot of commercials in New York and that was nice. That was uh that was my first taste of ooh, you actually can get paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun.
0: <clears throat> Listener Fraser Mack asks the very important question Do you prefer Elena or Chloe?
2: Ah, hmm, Elena or Chloe? Well, I wouldn't want to live with either one of them. But as far as a good time goes, Chloe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you work much with um? It, what's her name? Is it Claudia Black?
2: Yes, it is. Yeah.
0: Okay, I wasn't sure if I got the first name right, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you did you work a lot with her on this on the second
2: game? Uh. Well, I was I was in I think every scene she was in. She wasn't in this one as much, but uh she uh I I was I think there most of the time she was there, yeah. Mm. Was yeah. she was she's she fun. was she fun? Yeah, she's fun. <laughs> right. She's uh
1: she's a lot like Chloe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine.
1: Um do you think that voice acting Games will ever become as respected as act, as uh, acting in films, and that the name of a voice actor could sell a game.
2: Wow, I would like to think that could happen. Uh, I don't know. It's it's such a <clears throat> it's such a strange world. It seems like the whole uh, the game world. Um, it's like there was just a, an award show in. Uh, in Las Vegas last week or the week before, I forget what it's called, AIS, something like that. It was the big game award show. And uh, Nolan, well, they nominated the games, and they nominated the music from games, and they nominated the technical end of things. But they nominated characters, like Sully was nominated, and Nathan Drake was nominated. It wasn't right. Nolan North and Richard McGonagall. Oh. It, it was. Was this psyched. the Spike
0: Video Game Awards? Uh,
2: maybe that's what it was.
0: Because they they do things very bizarrely. They they seem to be the, the sort of flagship award show in the states in terms of being on uh, on TV. But yeah. they, I mean, they they do get criticised a lot by uh, by sort of certainly the the gaming media because they're they've got a very twisted way that they do things, and it seems to sort of lower the tone. Of what uh, video games are, especially uh, the way Uncharted is taking things, where it's far more serious. You know, you're actually properly acting as well as just doing a voice, um, yeah. and they seem to trivialise a lot of things. So that I mean, I I, I wouldn't wouldn't um, I wouldn't be disappointed by the fact that uh, that it was merely a character and, and not you, because uh, quite frankly, it's a ridiculous award show. So, <laughs> so don't, uh, don't worry about it.
2: Well, I won't. You now, I didn't win either so screw them. Well, exactly? <laughs> Makes it even worse. <laughs> but I don't I, I really don't know as I said it's it's it seems to be a I'm still not <clears throat> really that uh clear on on the uh, the whole world of games. It seems very kind of muddy in a lot of areas. Hmm. And it doesn't seem to uh, uh, it doesn't, it, it isn't the same, it doesn't equate actors with characters the way the movie business does hmm. or TV business. Uh, everybody knows who all the famous actors are in, in movies and TV, but a lot of the actors in, in games are, uh, people don't know who they are unless they you know hire celebrities, but it doesn't happen all that often. Yeah. Fortunately, there's something left for us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have any uh, any games you're working on at the moment at all that you're allowed to talk about?
2: No. Nothing. Oh, that's I'm, a shame. Uh, I'm kind of on hiatus right now as far as the games go. Nothing Yeah. No one has been calling. I've auditioned for a couple of things, but so far nothing has come through. Oh, you'll get it. Uh,
1: so the the game um that Naughty Dog are making just now is um, The Last of Us, is it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you in that game? Were you ever going to be in that game? I
2: was never uh, never auditioned for it. I I wasn't offered anything in it, so I'm not even sure what's going on with it. I I really don't know anything about it. Yeah.
1: Maybe they're just trying to um, separate those two franchises.
2: Well, I'm trying um, to get over it myself. I'm very upset, but uh <laughs> <sighs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, probably are. They're probably trying to keep it separate. Yes. And and my voice, as you can tell, is somewhat distinctive and yeah. even when I if I I mean I can do a lot of different voices, but uh I think they I think they really do want to keep uh Sully and uh and Nate uh Exclusive to this game.
1: Yeah. Uh, What's the most bizarre voice you've ever had to do? Oh, probably. uh, um,
2: What was he called? Forearms. I don't know whether you're uh, familiar with the TV series Ben 10. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. cartoon series. Well, I did Forearms in the original Ben 10 when Ben was 10. And uh, uh, and he was he talk like this. It was a lot of fun to do. People thought I really was tearing my voice up when I was doing it, but I, I have a way of doing it that, that it doesn't hurt me. Uh, but that was one of the more bizarre ones. Uh, I've, I've done a lot of strange this. I've done a lot of character uh, uh, cartoon. Monsters that, um, oh, you know, the ones who reach across and grab you. That kind of stuff. Wow, <laughs>
1: That's haunting.
2: <laughs> yeah, isn't it? I scare um, of sometimes.
1: So you've talked a bit about how long it takes to prepare a game in which you have to do motion capture. But how long does a traditional studio voice acting gig take, and how long are the scripts that you're given?
2: Um, well, again, there I don't get a whole script. Um, I don't think I've ever gotten a whole script for a game that I've done. I just get my dialogue. Uh, I sometimes don't even get what the other characters are saying. I just get my dialogue. It's a uh, several sheets of paper with lines of dialogue down the page and I just go in and deliver them one by one usually uh, they'll explain something about what the, what's going on in the scene and uh, I will I will go through uh, very often giving them three different choices like uh, they call it ABC's and uh, it, it, I'll give them three reads and then if they don't think any of those will fit this they, they'll they'll correct me. They'll say, okay, now uh, that's not quite getting what we want. We want him to be more, I don't know, under stress or it's in the heat of battle or he's talking to somebody next next to him or, you know, uh, more specific direction, but those usually take uh, you you go in uh, for a day, maybe half a day and sometimes you'll have to go back and do pickups on another day, but those usually you're, you're you're pretty much done with them in two or three days. I that's been my experience anyway. So obviously we we really like the motion capture better. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now this is a question that lots of people want um, answered. I mean I don't know if you have any inside knowledge whatsoever, but are you aware? Um, of whether Sony intends or Naughty Dog, uh, Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog uh, intends to bring back Uncharted for a fourth game.
2: I'm not sure. I've got fingers and toes crossed, but uh, I'm not sure. It's nothing, I don't know. Not holding back anything, are you, Richard? I, would I do that for you, Ben? I don't know. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to think you wouldn't, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, I really don't know. I'm, I'm. I'm hoping, but so far, I'm in the dark.
0: All right. That's a shame. Well, if should they announce anything, we'll definitely have you back on to talk to you again.
2: Well, that would be great. This has been fun. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about me, it's my favourite subject. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So any more questions, Ben?
0: Uh, yeah, you've, you've got one more. Have I? Yes, you have.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> if you couldn't do it, who would play Victor Sullivan in an Uncharted movie?
2: No, no one.
1: Uh, <laughs> no one? No that's one. That's a good question. That's a good answer.
2: Uh, there, uh, There is no one else
1: who can... Like no.
2: I say, I created it, and uh, I think if anybody else did him, it would disappoint the, uh, the game fans. Mm. It, it would disappoint it would, me it would it would disappoint me too. Um <clears throat> I, I I don't know. I don't know how they they could do it and get away with it they might. You know, they 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 might do it and and have uh, you know, a movie find a new movie audience, but I don't I don't know. I suppose this probably being way too egotistical here, but I suppose there's somebody who could bring it off in a different way that might win the fans over, but <clears throat> I don't know.
0: Won't be the same. I
2: don't know. I I think they should hire me. Well, I think they should too. Yeah. Thank you. That's all right.
0: Nolan was very defensive as well when we asked him this question. He he you know he was adamant that it, it should be him who was playing, and rightly so because you know these these characters are you very much so. You you've you've acted them. You've you're already acting them to be honest, aren't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. They look a little bit like you as well.
2: Oh, I wish I looked like Victor Sullivan. He is such a dashing rogue. Isn't he? He's beautiful. (laughs) That's a man. I wish I looked that good. So do I.
0: (laughs) Right, well, that's all the questions we've got, Richard. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us.
2: Well, it's my pleasure, and... uh... Again, thanks for inviting me into the room, or the the computer, or the phone, or the the internet. Tell people we're talking on
0: this strange place that we call home.
2: Yes, yes. Hmm.
0: Well, uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again in the future when you've got uh, when you've got some new video game projects on the go. But until then, take care and best of luck with all
2: your future endeavors. Thank you both, Ben and Simon.
0: You've been listening to the PlayStation Radio UK podcast. To find out more, go to www.playstationradio.co.uk and follow us on Twitter at PSRadio.uk to keep right up to date.